my partner in crime, Fish B over there on a very emotional guitar lead in this evening. He also plays the bass and the Latin triangle, but the emotional guitar lead in is because I feel it necessary to point out that the following has a mental health trigger warning. Hence, the emotional guitar. Thank you, Fishby. Uh, there will be a lot of fun that we'll, we'll have soon on the show tonight, I promise. This isn't going to be some, some, some downer. It, it will be fine. But holy balls. Can I tell you about what happened to me last night? You wonder why I, I, I talk about mental health. You, you wonder why I think I need mental health so bad. And this isn't just for me. I hope we can elevate the public dialogue about mental health because everyone I know, either they're dealing with mental health or someone they love is dealing with a mental health issue. So this is, this, this is for everyone. But if this offers some kind of uh, perspective, some kind of some kind of peek into into the world that that me and and others like me try to navigate all the time and often do so unsuccessfully, and then you get all mad at us, like like we can control this somehow, like this is somehow our fault. Judge for yourself. Maybe this is completely my fault, and I understand the story that I'm about to tell you is completely irrational. That's beside the point. Uh, when it comes to mental health and rational thinking, go figure. More often than not, those things are diametrically opposed. Last night, I was so happy for a minute because I was looking for my Amazon Kindle that I just got last week, and I was so proud of it because I was going to finish yesterday. I was going to finish my first fiction book since junior high school, so I figure I would start with a junior high book with big adult themes, uh, George Orwell's 1984. What happens to Winston Smith? I've got to know. But yesterday, I start going through my backpack, and my Kindle wasn't in there. And then I searched my room, I searched the truck, I, I, I searched everywhere. Not just once, twice, three times for two hours. I'm searching for my Kindle, and I can't find it anywhere. It's gone. Last night, I had, to, I had to call Amazon, shut it off, and order a new one so I could finish 1984 by George Orwell. But losing stuff, yes, it's, it's frustrating, but it happens. Have you really? You've gone your entire life without ever losing anything? Fish B doesn't count. All of us have lost something, and most of us at one time or another have lost something of some import, whether that's like car keys or, or a phone or a wallet, a purse. You've, we've lost it over, over the course of our lives, right? And in the grand scheme of things, of all the things you could lose, it's not like I lost a kid at the Kmart or something. I mean, I just, I, I just lost something that costs less than $100 that, that, that can be easily replaced, Right? That, that's the logical, rational thought to have. But in my mind, the fact that I lost this Kindle made me not just the worst person in the world. It made me the worst person in the history of the world. I felt guilty for being alive. 
I felt guilty for stealing oxygen that you or your kids or your grandkids might need someday. I was absolutely convinced, absolutely convinced that the best favor someone like me could give to the world, the ultimate gift to bestow upon the globe would be the death of me. I wasn't joking about it. I wasn't being kind of a smart ass about it. I wasn't throwing it out there looking for some kind of attention. This was, this was just me. And last night I went beyond thoughts in complete, just emotional agony, just, just all alone. And again, this, this, this isn't because I did something and got arrested. This isn't because I was in the newspaper. This isn't because someone else got hurt. This isn't because someone died. This isn't because someone else's feelings were even hurt. This isn't because I let anyone else in the world down. This was because I lost something. And somehow that manifest, manifested itself into this dragon of hatred that was destined to consume me, or so I thought. I mean, I went from, from, from thoughts to dialing in the correct method to being seconds away from employing said method. That's how close it was. That's how bad. And I know if you watch 13 Reasons Why, and you think, well, well, Hannah Baker, before she killed herself on the Netflix, she had weeks to record 13 tapes. You don't just decide and then the next... Actually, that's not true. I've been in enough mental health hospitals and done enough group therapy and been in enough individual therapy myself to learn through the years that... And they know this from asking people that tried to kill themselves in a way that should have worked. We're not talking like a cat scratch on the wrist cry for help. We're, we're, we're talking that someone that cut off their hand in a buzzsaw in an effort to kill themselves. You ask them, and they've had a chance to research lots of people, because unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm not trying to make light of anything, Forget, for, for, forget all, of the, uh, all the words I used to set that up. But uh, many suicide attempts obviously don't, uh, don't work. There's, I guess, luckily, there's, there, there's hospitals full of people that their attempts didn't work. I've been in hospitals full of people where their attempts didn't work. But it generally goes from about five minutes. About five minutes from when they decide they're going to do it to when they actually do. So, but, uh, and then I, uh, I finally got enough medication in me and, uh, and I texted a couple people to come out of it, but all last night I was still, I had lost the desire to hurt myself but not the desire to hate myself. 
if that makes sense. Because I'm the biggest fuck-up in the world, or so I thought, because I accidentally lost something that can be easily replaced. And two business days, Amazon Prime members! So, that's, uh, that was the lead. That was, that was why we had the trigger warning. Now it, uh, now it all makes sense, right? So, but, but that's the lead. And now magically, through, through a little podcast resumataz, I'm about to be, because now I'm at the dungeon in my, uh, in my mom's house. But uh, just like this, and with a little of that, I'm going to be at my grandma's. Go figure, it's crazy. All right, Grandma, give me a one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Ah, close enough. You're ready. We're over here at my grandma's house. It's Monday night. You know what's coming on the television soon, Grandma? Uh, Jeopardy. No, Jeopardy's on now. What's coming on soon? Soon. Our favorite show. Bob Elsenson. Dancing, that, that's, that, that's my grandfather. That's your ex-husband, Bob Elsenson. Dancing with the stars, Grandma. Oh, okay. Dancing with the stars. And do me a favor. Remember yes. to keep that microphone okay. close enough to your mouth. All right. That if it was, now don't taste it, but what, if it was an ice cream cone, you could taste it. Okay, it's close enough. All right, because I've got more lung than you. Uh, your job tonight is to, uh, to read the questions. Okay. Some of them are for you. Uh, some of them are for me. Uh, they're all for all of us. Okay. All right, so here's question one from our good friend Fish B. Grandma, go ahead and read aloud. Does Melania Trump have a cat in her family tree? Grandma! <laughs> it is very unbecoming of you in your first question to attack the first lady of the United States like that. Well, I'm sorry about that. But in fairness, if you do look at Melania Trump, does she not kind of look like a cat? Well, I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Like a cat? I think she. Okay, fine. All, All right. Does Melania Trump have a cat in her family tree? I say likely. Grandma says no. Next question, Grams. Would you like to take this chance to apologize to young people for trashing the planet? Yes, Grandma. Would you like to take this opportunity to apologize to young people for what your generation has done to the planet? Well, your generation is doing pretty bad, too. My generation is in the fight. Like, like we're acknowledging things. Your generation... All right, fine. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Did you see that Greta Thornburg on the TV, the 16-year-old Swede with her, with her how dare you? She was, she was right. very upset, very upset about these fairy tales of endless economic growth as mass something is happening. Yes, I agree. Something is happening. <laughs> something is happening. Speaking of something happening, and, and just for the record... You're not going to apologize to all the young people, or you are? No, I'm not. You're not. No. And may I ask, why not? Because each generation makes their own mistakes. I don't think we're making it. We made any more than what you're going to make. 
So wise. <laughs> so wise. Sorry. At 93 years old. Sorry about that. Although, you know what we had here, and uh, climate change, I'm not sure, but it's darn screwy. We had snow in September right. in Spokangelis for the first time since the 1920s. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> Can you tell us what the snow was like in the 1920s in Spokangelis, Grandma? I did not live here in the 1920s, and I wasn't born that early. You were certainly born in the 1920s. Well, but it was 1926. It was almost over. That was the last <laughs> time it snowed in... <laughs> Next question, Grandma. You're doing great. How many teeth did you lose today? How many I teeth did you lose today? I did not lose. That's a good question. I did not People lose. People want to know, Grandma. I have all my teeth. You have all of them? I have never lost any. Nope. You've never lost one tooth? No. I Hold on. Since I said these questions are for <laughs> both of us. I didn't lose a tooth today. I only lost a part of a tooth today. You did? Yeah, it's bad. That is bad. It's bad. I've had, I mean, I have so many teeth that are missing. I have a cracked molar. I've been walking around. I haven't had dental insurance in three years. So I've been walking around with this cracked molar. And today I was eating tacos from the taco truck. And I'm like, what is that? Oh, it's part of my tooth. You're telling me this doesn't happen to you? Not anymore. Nope. Jeez. And you have all your real teeth? Yep. And when I was a kid, they started fluorinating the water and everything. I can't imagine they fluorinated your water. We didn't have fluorinated water. We had good uh, Rocky Mountain water that was wonderful water. How many, uh, how many times a day you brush your teeth? Like a dozen? Two dozen? Twice. Twice a day. And you've never brushed your teeth? What do you mean never brush my teeth? I brush them twice. I tried to trick you. You've never lost a tooth? No. This is unbelievable. How many cavities have you had? Oh, well, I've had quite a few. Okay. All right. All right. Me too. Me too. All mm -hmm. right. But you're sure you haven't lost any teeth today? Uh, no. Okay. No teeth. All right. Next question, Grandma. What would it take for you to try marijuana? That's a great question, Grandma. <laughs> I mean, here we are, 93. You have, you have your glass of red wine a day, but just a glass. Just, mm -hmm, right. And by that, you mean you only get one glass dirty. But here we are at 93. The aches, the pains, starting to creep in a little bit. What would it take for my grandma to try marijuana? I would have to be a doctor that would say I need it. <laughs> well... My friends call me doctor. Forget that. You're not my doctor. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> because I would recommend I don't think you should smoke it. That's I think you should go I think you should go with an edible. And I think I think that would uh, make dancing with the stars a lot more fun. Forget that. <laughs> Forget that? Yeah. I'm going to have to go to the doctor with you next time you go to the doctor and we're going to inquire about this together. Okay, you can come. Okay, all right, all right, thank you. I have you. a woman doctor, so... Oh, you do? Yes. Those are my favorites. Okay. Women doctors, the world over love me. I have, a, <laughs> I have more than my share of doctors. Uh, can, I, can I tell a, um, just, a, just a little story that involves you that, that was actually uh, the impetus for, for, for me starting this podcast after being through uh, a tough time or two myself, uh, it... A situation involving you reminded me, like, oh my gosh, my sense of humor is back. Maybe I should try something. Uh, 
this was this I'm was listening. This was this was a few years ago now, and um, and and my 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 grandma. I hope you don't mind mind me telling, but you've had a diagnosis of breast cancer for a few years now, and you're doing you're doing very yep. fought well with it. Like for a woman with breast cancer, I've never seen a breast cancer woman looking better in my life, even at ninety three. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm pretty healthy. Yeah. You are pretty healthy, but it was the night before. You were going to the breast cancer doctor when we first found out that you had it, and it was it was a very very scary time, and um, and and you started a coughing and wheezing a little bit, and you go, oh my goodness, I hope I'm not coming down with something. To which my instant retort, without thinking, was, oh my god, Grandma, I hope it's not cancer. Which is a joke so off color <laughs> and so wrong that I knew I had it back. I knew I had it back. Right? Agreed? Oh, I agree. Oh, you, no, you don't. You're just going along with it to be polite now. Sure. Did I? That I doesn't offend polite. you, does it? No. No, see? It doesn't offend me at all. That's why I have my grandma. <laughs> all right, you ready for the next question? Oh, my gosh. Or would you like to hear more breast cancer jokes? No. Okay, all right, because I got lots of them. I could go all day on these breast cancer jokes. Here you go. All right. Remember to keep that mic close. Your grandfather already said when we were first married, if I had a little bit better shape, I'd make a good-looking boy, so I never let him live that one down. Well, I would certainly never say anything like that. How dare he? (laughs) That's my guardian angel. I'm going to give him some grief later. Yeah, okay. Gee whiz. What's the next one, Grams? What's a corn hawk? What's a corn hawk? I don't know. Some of the chases corn corn oh, plants. I'll give I'll give you a hint. It's a hairstyle. Oh gosh, that sounds terrible. And it's 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 being rocked by um your favorite lead singer, uh, last year's Super Bowl performer. He was out there very topless with a lot of tattoos. Not of course, mine. I speak of. Adam Levine of your favorite group. You love it in the gold camera. You love it before church. You love it after church. Maroon 5, Adam Levine. He had a faux hawk for a while, and now he's taking bad hair to a whole new level. But if you wanted to try it, it's not for me, but if you want to try uh, a corn hawk, uh, cornrows is when uh, is when black folks uh, you know braid their hair like like cornrows. Pretty self explanatory. A corn hawk is like a mohawk. Only you have you just have like an inch strip down the middle, and that hair is cornrowed. And white people are doing it, which means you can do it. And it's called a corn hawk. Grandma, take it or leave it. Leave it. <laughs> leave it. She says. Sorry, Gosh. Adam Levine. Oh. Next question, Grams. You're doing great, getting, by the way. Hold on, time out. Let's just let's just stop what we're doing. And can I tell you, you're doing great. Thank you. You're welcome. Proceed. Next question. Terrified. Terrified of what? It's just me and you sitting around your dining room table answering questions and giving who each is, other a hard time like who, we always do. I want to know who's listening to all this. Nobody. Oh, oh good. Just 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 go with that. <laughs> just in your mind, think to yourself, well, nobody. Mm-hmm. Go on. All right. If your grandson couldn't go by Bob or Brian, what name should he pick? That's a good one. That's a good one. If I couldn't go by Bob or my, uh, my, my birth name of Brian, what name do you think I should go by? Well, we'll keep it in the family. We'll say Robert. Well, Robert is Bob. I know. 
Uh, I mean, if you're going to keep it well, in the family, then you get different. to a Frank or you get to a Bradley. Oh. I have I have one I'd like to I'd like to float on you. Oh gosh, tell me quick. I think this would be good, and if if you can remember it, <laughs> I'm willing to go by it. But I'm talking about 1980s legendary Los Angeles Dodger baseball player Pedro Guerrero. Well, I've heard the name. That's all I can say. <laughs> but do 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 I or do I not? look like the kind of young man whose broad shoulders could easily handle a name like Pedro Guerrero. I doubt that. You're a blonde. There's blonde Pedros? <laughs> Come on. I definitely see, like, when I look in the mirror, like, like Bob is nice. But I think Pedro Guerrero... If I ever move someplace where no one knows me and my past really dictates nothing going forward, I'm just going to introduce myself as Pedro Guerrero. Go right ahead. But with your coloring, it's not going to work. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. It explains my love for all things Mexican. Next question, Grandma. Oh, gee. There's only a few left. You're doing great. Does the USA need to protect the whistleblower? Huh? Yes, this is... Have you been following yes. the news? Yes, I think they do need to protect the whistleblower. I think so, too. Do you know, do you know how to protect the whistleblower? Because now Donald Trump, apparently our president, is completely immune to, you know, the law. Right. We have specific laws in place to protect mm -hmm. people like whistleblowers. Right. Time! It's time! Sorry, this chime's going off in the back. It's... Uh, um. I had a really valid point here, Grandma, and then those chimes started going off, and then I started having flashback to some weird chime world, and I was, I was trapped inside of a clock, and I couldn't get out because I was a fish, and there was no water in the clock. It was, anyway, um, have you seen that show, The Masked Singer? Never heard of it. Uh, what if they dressed up the whistleblower as the masked singer? Since you haven't heard of it, that's probably no, not a very good idea. That isn't a very good question. No. If I have... Not a very good question? Not if I haven't seen it. Well, fair enough. Have you been following? You've been following the news, though. Yeah. Have you got the impression in the last week that things have taken a turn here? Oh. That pretty quick. We've we've gone from no way is President Trump getting impeached to. Yeah. Eh, eh. Might be a chance. I think there's a chance. Well, I can hope. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Last time I talked to you, and we were talking about the very big Democratic field. And if you had to pick one candidate out of that field, at that time, Biden was your guy. Mm -hmm. uh, a few months has go have gone by. That was actually my brother's birthday in June, if I remember last we spoke. Um, are you still on the Biden bandwagon? I like Biden. Yeah. I think America likes Biden. Yeah. America feels comfortable with I Biden. I think so, yeah. I don't think he's going to win, but I think, I think we're, we'll see, though. We'll see. Never know. Never know. I, don't, I don't have anything against Biden. We'll, no. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Next, Grandma. Next. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Oh, Fish B. He does, yeah, he helps with the show when you're not around. Oh, you know, You know what Fish B does? In addition to the questions, in addition to being my partner in crime, Fish B also plays, uh, he plays the Latin Triangle. He also oh, plays... What uh, is a Latin triangle? Well, it's a triangle, only it's Latin. You know, it's, oh. it's a musical triangle, only it's okay. Latin. So it's, it's like if Pedro Guerrero was to play a triangle, it'd be a Latin triangle. Okay. Uh, he also plays uh, 
uh, uh, the bass guitar, but Fish B is so cute, he calls it the bass guitar. Oh, gosh. And, are you cringing at the unworthiness <laughs> the of that bass. particular pun? The bass. And that he also plays uh, something called the keytar, which is a keyboard strapped to a guitar neck. Well, that ought to be interesting. <laughs> you bet it is when you're when you're Fish B. There, the world is uh, the world is the limit. Uh, what's the question from Fish B, Grandma? Okay, yo, it's me, Fish B. Right. Should Bob go to church? Oh, jeez. Oh, this is a lady here who yeah. uh, never misses church. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, all the time now. Never used to miss church. No, I don't miss it all the time. It's right there. I mean, it's next to the Arby's. I mean, we are, when someone asks me what religion I am, well, honestly, I say I'm 33% Buddhist, 33% agnostic, 33% atheist, and 1% Methodist just in case. But that 1% Methodist I am is an Arby's Methodist just like you. I'm speechless. <laughs> like if I was to start coming to church, because I used to go to church with you. Like it's been years. Once but, in a while. But yeah. I used to go, yeah, and I, and I would surprise you. I would put on a shirt with a collar. Right. And I'd be down there in the second row on the left, or as it's known at the Arby's Methodist Church, Every, Widow's Row. Everybody would say, who's that handsome guy you're sitting with? Huh? That's right. And you would say, that's my church date. <laughs> <laughs> he's just... Tell, he's just here for the roast beef after the service. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> that's why that's why he's here. But but uh, if I was to start going to church regularly, uh, do you think I would get something out of it other than camaraderie with my favorite grandmother? Well, I hope so. <laughs> and what is it I would get out of it? Uh, a sense of belonging, I think, and and feeling good that that you're at that point in your life. I would think. Yeah, that's nice. You, you, you know when uh, what I used to get out of it, what, 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 I, what I used to like going, because sometimes I struggle, uh, in fairness, believing all the, uh, all the words. Um, but I, li I liked being around the nice people, and, and I really appreciated uh, uh, the positive environment it created. And if you're going to start the week somehow... Uh, what better way to start than 9 a.m. on a Sunday in a positive place like that? Mm -hmm. I think it gets your week off to a good start. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So that starts off thinking right. Huh? That's what. Well, I don't know about that, but I liked it though. I liked it. Good. It, if I uh, if I came to church on Sunday, would you be mad at me? No, I'd be happy. What if I brought a bag of roast beef sandwiches with me? Would that be okay? Well, just so you didn't open them in church during church. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, after church. Because yeah. really, Arby's doesn't serve breakfast. So as soon as church is over, then we can walk down, get the roast beefs, get the horsey sauce, and then walk back and put that in the collection plate. Uh, that wouldn't be a good idea. Because that church is built on Arby's sandwiches. I don't think so. <laughs> if you say so, Grandma, if you say so, because I like, I like to believe that. I, I think that that would, I think if there was a fundraising newsletter that went out to the United Methodist, United Christian Methodist, or whoever you are, United Methodist, as a group, and said, hey, our church, our congregation is literally built on Arby's roast beef sandwiches, and if we don't get money, and we don't get it soon, we're afraid the big bad wolf might blow this house down. Hmm. I'm speechless. Since, <laughs> since I rarely go in Arby's. 
I you rarely go. And I I don't eat very much fast food, but if I do, the uh, the chicken cordon bleu is a real Cadillac of sandwiches. Oh, I bet. Next one, Grams. Next one. We're on fire. I knew as soon as we got to the Arby's, we'd be good. Do you have a philosophy regarding robot pets? That question's for you, Grandma. Do you or do you not have a philosophy regarding robot pets? Because today I was reading a story about uh, similar women to your age that uh, have been experiencing uh, uh, some loneliness in this particular uh, housing development. For those, let's say, that are retired, uh, <laughs> they started, uh, when someone got sad, they started giving them a robotic cat, and the people felt better with a robotic cat. Now, if you were sad and someone brought you a robotic pet, would that make things worse or better? Probably worse. <laughs> yeah. You I seem like the kind of person that a robotic pet would make you worse. I want something real. That's right. <laughs> and there, well, if you can see, now this is, um, wow, Grandma, this, this is, this is, this is going to get uncomfortable right now. Okay. Because in a way, in a way, robotic pets are real, right? Well... Are you going to be... your pet, yes. Hold on. No, well, here's, here's, here's where I'm going with this. Okay. And are you going to be mad with me if my philosophy on, on, on fake boobs and fake pets overlaps? Are you going to be mad at me if my philosophy on fake boobs no. and fake cats... Uh, overlaps. I'll just shake my head because and my philosophy is the same. <laughs> A good friend taught me long ago: uh, if I can touch them, they're real. See, Grandma, now we're having fun. I don't know what got to you today. Now we are having fun. Oh, I can't believe it! I can't believe it, Grandma. And you're going to be sad to hear this. This is our last question of the night. Our last question. Are, are you, I'd ask if you're ready, but I already know the answer to that one. Go ahead, Grams. Of all the men on Dancing with the Stars, who's the most beautiful? Oh, who is the most beautiful well, you know, man on Dancing with the Stars? I, I have not watched it that much yet to really be able to even tell you. Well, it was, it was off for like a whole year. And now it's oh. and now it's only been back for a week. I believe we're in season twenty nine, though. Oh, you mean of all of them that have been on there? Well, oh, of gee. all of all like the pros, or even like I was worried you were going to say Tom Bergeron, the host of the show, oh, and, no. and no, can I go with? Uh, I forget the male names, and it's been a while since I've watched DWTS. Yeah. Can I go with? Can I go with Maxim? Isn't Maxim one of the good-looking guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure he's still there. But I th I think he, he might be. I think he got married or something. He got married. He's got yeah. a younger brother, too. Yeah. Maxim's little brother. He's not as good-looking, but less of an attitude. I don't know whether he's on there this year. Is he down there? I don't know. I don't know well, either. tell you what. Let's you and I watch tonight. Good. And we will, we will figure out who the best-looking people are on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. And, and tomorrow... Uh, I won't be here, but but I'll report back to the Fishbowl faithful who really count on this show for companionship. And where else are they going to find the kind of entertainment where a mentally ill person 
talks to his 93-year-old grandma <laughs> about fake boobs <laughs> and fake cats. This is that show, Grandma. Uh, God bless this you. This is that show. Oh. God bless me is right. Right. But more importantly, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going uh, to shake all the, all the sarcasm now. Uh, I love you so much, and, and, and thank you for being a part of the show tonight. I wouldn't have missed it. It just, it just made my night. <laughs> I don't know how. I'm not very entertaining. What do you mean you're not very entertaining? <laughs> you are the pinnacle of entertainment. Oh, gosh. You Poor are thing. a former choral soloist, are you not? Well, yeah. And how could a choral soloist get through life if they weren't very entertaining? Well, depends on what you think call entertaining. <laughs> well, I'm calling you entertaining, and <laughs> everyone who's listening right now, they're also calling you entertaining. God bless them all. And you know what they're saying in the back of their minds? They're saying, dang, Pedro Guerrero, as they're <laughs> calling me. Uh, maybe this should be a Monday thing. Oh, dear. No. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can handle that kind of emotional and mental responsibility, and I'm not sure if you can either. Nope, nope. You can't? No. You're, you're already rejecting this out of hand. Out of at my age, yes. At you, what, you don't <laughs> think you're going to be alive next Monday? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, if you're alive next Monday, okay. we'll ponder it. All right. Deal? Deal. Shake on it. Shake. I love you, Grandma. Love you, too. All right. Good night, party people. We'll be back tomorrow if none of us die. Good. Uh, uh, uh.